0: episode 33 of the no one cares podcast your favorite Thursday podcast is here as always I'm your host Devin aka devin no one cares this episode I've been waiting for for a bit a, a, a good amount of time been following him for a while but you know could never really just catch him get him on a show because he's just been so busy but um finally got him on man it feels so good it was an awesome episode it was kind of special because I've been going through a lot these past couple of weeks just personal shit that's been going on but after sitting down with this gentleman and talking about you know getting to know who he is really getting to understand how his mind works what makes him tick you know how he grew up his perspective on things talked about something I always love to talk about which is new music we got to talk about um also some political and social issues too we talked about um a Kyle Corver article that re- recently released called Privilege so It was just a fun, a good time. I left this this interview, I left this sitting feeling really motivated and feeling really encouraged and just in a good mood. Yeah, shout out DJ Stage Name. I don't even know if I said this, that's who a special guest is. But yes, episode 33, the special guest is DJ Stage Name. Talk about all those things that I just mentioned. Really cool, dude. Thank you so, so, so much for just being on the show and pulling up. He's a really good guy, man. I'm glad I finally got to get to know you, and, and hope I get to gr- know you more and grow into a friendship and everything. Cause you're you're just a fucking awesome guy, for lack of a better words. So I'm not gonna hold y'all with a bunch of uh, rambling on and everything like that. We're gonna get into this episode. This is episode 33 of the No One Cares podcast. Um, Off stage with DJ stage name. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? This is Devin, a.k.a. Devin No One Cares. This is episode 33 of the No One Cares podcast. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's getting the vibes, you know what I'm saying? You know, staying positive as possible and all that good stuff. Today, we have a super dope special guest, as always. I always feel like I have, you know, a super dope special guest, or I'm always like, oh, this is a special episode. Oh, this is a special episode. So now I'm trying to switch it up and uh, switch up my words. But super dope um i came across this man through social media um he was um friends with and followed somebody named i think his name was crispy's crispy's yes and um, i found out I found out about him through social media um i think i eventually he was he was djing one of the at this event that i think was at Fort fort green bar i can't remember which one it was and i decided to pull up i decided to pull up and was like you know i gotta see who this guy is and it was just—it was very interesting because, like, first of all, he's six foot six, so I was like, okay, he's fucking tall. Like, I'm six foot, and I don't normally run into people who are taller than me. And for a while, I've been—I've been the tallest dude in the room, so I'm like, okay, cool, like, I'm straight. Then I see this guy just like stand out above the crowd, and I'm like, okay, dang. Like, first off, he's tall, and then like the the music's playing, he's playing like some super dope music, and then this—how can I put this? It's the energy. <laughs> There was an energy in the room, and 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 I say this most humbly, like this is this is what I noticed. There's an energy in the room, and it's almost like without saying anything, his energy demands your attention, and not in a way of where he's like, you know, going crazy for attention and like, look at me, look at me. He's like genuinely having a good time and having fun, and just that alone makes people like wonder, who is that guy? Or like, just like put the smile. It was so funny, and he, he didn't notice this, but I'm in there checking it out, and it's crazy because everybody's like looking like cheering him on while he's dancing just having a good time and dancing with him and like everybody's smiling around him and even me i caught myself like who is this guy because i caught myself like smiling like yo this is pure pure joy and like he's playing fire music but yeah super cool super cool dude um i finally got to look up with him a couple more times at a couple other events and uh i just said i had to have him on the podcast time is finally right time is finally here Welcome, DJ Stage Name. Yo, what's up? What is happening, bro? What's good with you? I didn't tell you this was funny. So yesterday, or I think this past weekend, was it Saturday.
1: I think it was Saturday. Yeah, yeah Saturday. You
0: were uh, we caught up at um,
1: what is it called? Uh, the 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 uh, the aficionados. They call it seven fifteen. Yes, I, I say seven one five. Same. You know, that's, that's how the real dude say. How you break down the numbers exactly seven one five.
0: And um, it was funny because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot, so usually I'm kind of used to being like the average height for somebody who's not short but not tall. And I was talk, talking to my girl the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, sometimes it's awkward like talking to him because you know I dap him up and he's so tall that I gotta I gotta come up, I gotta come up. So it's you gotta like
1: put the chest out a little so, bit. So
0: then if you can imagine a six foot dude talking to a six foot five dude in the club when it's loud, so it's kind of like let me. How did I get my voice up there to him, and then he got to come down and talk to me? And it was just the hey. funniest shit ever.
1: Ah, oh, bro, bro, <laughs> I'm so glad you caught me because, like, it's um, it's a little tough. As many people will see, you know, if you've ever seen me in an event, that the table is always below my waist. So whenever I'm DJing, <laughs> like, I am like craned over. So like, I I, I be happy when I. I'm not DJing and I actually get to talk to people because um, it, de- it doesn't look like I'm getting ready to throw out my back. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the worst thing about being a six. Sorry. You're good. That's my, uh, my disclosed height, a 6'6 six, six DJ. 6'6 no DJ. Uh,
0: so, like I was saying, you, um, man, there's so many talents, so many things I want to get into about, let me just kind of understand who you are. So first and foremost... Tell the people who is DJ stage name.
1: Uh, cool. Um, I guess I can uh I can give you guys a little breakdown about about my story. Um, I born and raised here in Denver, Colorado.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, guess I'm just like a neighborhood kid. Uh, got involved with the, with the arts, kind of coming out of high school. Always been involved with music. Oh wow! I've actually been involved for a pretty long time. Because if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? So I'm 23. 23. Yeah. okay. Um. And and for anyone else who's asking, I'm two years older. So I I already kind of told you off the record. I got a formula. Um. My my disclosed height is six six. And then whenever <laughs> I approach whenever I approach someone mm-hmm. that uh you know, I'm trying to holler at, I'm two years older. Now, I'm not- I'm two years older. Now, now listen, bro. Listen, bro. Two years older. I'm not 25. I'm two years older. If Mm -hmm. you 25, I'm 27. You twenty seven. I'm twenty nine.
0: It's like it's like you came in here and was like, you know, he's bad at math. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna switch up some numbers and I'm gonna watch him struggle. Exactly. I I'm gonna like get
1: him. I'm gonna get him. So like I'm two years older. That's 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 the that's the the move. You know, I'm figure out your age. I'm two years older automatically. But you know, for 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 the record, you know, I'm twenty three. There we go. Okay. On, on the on the government on the government on the government. Yeah.
0: That's what we want to know. The government exactly on the government. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is I had um. Blake, Blakeson, on the podcast last time, <laughs> and I thought he was mad young. I thought he was like our age, like in the twenties. When he
1: told me his age, I was like, "Listen, man, Blake, Blake, he he inspires me. I don't know what it is about that guy, but just like being around him, I'm just like, I don't know how old I gotta be, but I'm gonna grow up and be like, <laughs> you. I'm gonna be just like you, Blake.
0: Yeah, he's mad dope. But um, back back to you. So cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, neighborhood <laughs> no, kid. Good.
1: Told you a little bit um so you're from Denver from out From here. Denver uh growing up I I went to Smiley Middle School back when it was Smiley mm-hmm. uh kind of grew up all over um talking about Swansea talking about uh Globeville St. Charles area also grew up in Park Hill um Stapleton Green Valley uh spent some time in my Bella. like I'm kind of from all over so I'm a I'm a mix of everything um, so, so
0: you've, you've really seen like how Denver has changed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah,
1: bro. It, it's, it's wild. Like, like I went to, um, preschool and my elementary school right over here in five points. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like watching the development, like it's, it's, um, it's definitely opening. Uh, that's one thing, you know, I try and try and be grateful for all the perspectives that are, that are here right now, but it's, it's very different. It's very different. And I'm glad, you know, people are coming in because like it's, it, it brings a new perspective here, but at the same time, like you, you gotta uh, remember that we all got to respect what was here before we got here. hundred um, percent. You know, what was here bef- before we, you know, decided to, to settle down. So that's, that's a big thing. I want to just make sure always, always comes through in whatever I do is that like Denver, Denver was here before I was here and it's going to continue to be, um, you know, five points isn't gonna be become Rhino, bro. And um, <laughs> uh, high low. No, it's the north side. You know. Uh, yeah, um, those those subtle changes yeah, there. Yeah, so like, uh, different things like that, or yeah, high low. See, it's even they call it low high. I'm calling it high. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Anymore, <laughs> but It's always bro. interesting
0: because being somebody who's not from here, being from Texas, mm-hmm. you know, I have just kind of been slowly understanding how people look at. Just everywhere here Like things that used to be One way when they were here And now it's different Yeah bro It's like it's always Kind of interesting Just to hear like Oh this used to be this way Or like Ten years ago, you couldn't come out here. Like this was not a safe yes, place. Bro. And now it's like everybody's out here. And,
1: and that's and and that's one of the most. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That, I think that's that's also a hard thing, bro. Because like a lot of times, people think like, "Oh man, like this was a bad neighborhood." And like, I mean, there was a lot of violence, a lot of crime. But at the same time, like the people that were here, like they were some of like the most loving and caring people that helped me develop into like who I am today. Like they were like this was a, a huge. A huge community uh, mm-hmm. to be a part of, and like I don't know, like I I find myself um, coming back into the neighborhood, and like um, just because I, I've been moving all over the place, but when I come back, like people are just like, "Wow, like you've really grown up," like, and I'm just like, "Wow, like I, I appreciate that that someone else can say that, bro," yeah. because like you know, I go Could somewhere else, that. like no one knows who I am, and this is well, you know, a few people know who I am. I'm a little famous, but um, <laughs> I'm a little famous. Um, but um, no, that's that's a that's I think that's like one of the discrepancies and kind of like seeing the changes that like I, it was definitely very dangerous, but um I, I I think that takes away from like the heart that was really uh, present in growing up and just seeing that all around because like there are a lot of programs there are a lot of people working to better this neighborhood and once it started getting better like then people were like oh like let Still me some move money into yeah hey let me just like move on in and it's just like. You know, like we did all the work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all so, taking um, all the credit. But sorry, bro. That, that's my that's my little spiel about that. No, one hundred percent. Um, um cool. let's,
0: Let me get into this real quick. So cool, cool, cool. You said that you've been growing up around music all your life. Yeah. Um, what was when did you kind of fall and like have your love for music? When were you like, man, like,
1: oh, this man. music shit really is something. Oh, dude. Um, I mean, you know, uh, as 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 any uh black child in a in a uh, as any black child during the weekend and you got to clean and your parents are just like, we throwing this on mm-hmm. and you don't have an option. Yeah. Like I was the one that would always get in trouble because instead of like dusting, I'd be dancing. Um, that was me. You could dance and uh, dust. It, yeah, yeah you this. can dance in dust. But like, you know, when it's late at night and you still dancing and the dust oh, yeah, ain't problem. done. Yeah, that's a problem. And the yeah, dust done. Yeah, didn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't talk to, we didn't. Hopefully, just talk to. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, get you get it. No. Um, no, black I, I mean, different. I've always loved music. My family's always loved music. They push music. Uh, my mom was a dancer, um, studied dance. My grandma was a dancer, studied dance. Um, so, dances is a big thing in my life. How about
0: say, that's where it comes from. Yeah, you know,
1: that, that's, you know, we all got moves in my house. Like, even, <laughs> even the quiet ones, like, we just be jigging. Um, my dad, actually, uh, he was the one that really pushed me when it, when it came to DJing, and he continues to push me, mm-hmm. um, but just because like he 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 told me a little bit about like him growing up and how he was like oh, I wanted to do this and um, I wanted to get my mix on and I was just like What stops you? And he's like, man, you tell me if that equipment's cheap. And I was like, you ain't ever <laughs> lied, brother. Like you you for real on this. Um, but uh, then you know, growing up, uh, I got into like drums. I got into guitar. Um, I started doing a lot of things and then like when I found out like, you know, I could be a little lazy and I didn't have to know how to play the music to play the music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> took advantage of that. <laughs> the finesse, yes. No, the but finesse. I still continue to, to dabble every, every now and then. Um, and then, uh, you know, my, my sister caught me, uh, messing around just kind of like on, on software and stuff on the computer. Mm-hmm. And, um, this was back like when I was 13. So uh she caught me messing around I, I downloaded like a little dj program and she was just like that's it and i was like what so she was like planning a dance for her school yeah she finessed you she, she like, that's finessed me bro she got me a DJ. she really did she got me into my into my passion i, I ain't never been finessed into a passion so good <laughs> ain't that just like an older sister um <laughs> But yeah, bro. Uh, then like I ended up uh, DJing for this uh, this morph, not even a prom, uh, the, the the fundraiser for the prom, and um, it, it went off, bro. It was kind of crazy. Like like it was cool that I was a 13 year old DJ, um, and you know all these like high school seniors um, that you know my sister knew. Like they weren't supposed to be there, but they were like. Cause hey. what's your age difference? How old? Um, me and my sister we about two years apart, and then me and I got a younger brother. Um and we three years apart, so we are all like pretty close. So you like a middle child or are you yeah, like Yeah, I'm the middest. Middle child. Oh man. The middest. Wow. The mid- <laughs> well, you know <laughs>
0: That's hey, you made that. Yeah. I, like I made that, that now.
1: I'm the middest. Um but yeah, I'm the middle child. Uh and uh that's that's extremely rewarding, bro. Um yeah, that, that that says a lot. But yeah, I ended up DJing for my um for my sister at her prom. and then again I didn't have uh, too much, too much dough at that time. You know, it was hard when you're a 13 year old and the, the government don't allow you to get your bread. Um, Facts. You're telling me. Um, <laughs> but
0: then again, there's those 13 year old kids who are working. And they hey bro, they, kids, they so. found
1: a way bro. They was hustling. Yep. I was just, you know, like, I was like, I could hustle or I could like be on this NBA street. It is what <laughs> it is. Um, we can, we can figure it out. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, I didn't really find another way to DJ until, I didn't find another way to DJ until about, um, shoot, until I actually I got out of high school. I studied uh, audio engineering in high school. I, I still, like, love music. I studied I digital mean, film. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. How did you study auto engin-
0: uh, auto, audio engineering in high bro, school? Because that, w- that wasn't a lot. It's me. Bro,
1: I went to the tightest high school. In all of uh, Denver, I mean, from my perspective, um, I went to the career education centers called mm-hmm. Fred Thomas Career Education Center (CEC). Shout out, it's lo- yeah, big shout out to it's located on 26th and Elliott. And um, the the reason why I love this school so much, because um, like, I mean, you ask me my teachers, they'll tell you like I had one heck of a time trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. But um, the school is a career technical education um, focused, and what we would do is we would We would split our days um, into like back and forth and then alternate Fridays to where we would study like um, two main subjects in the morning. And then we would have a career class in the afternoon. And we had career programs like audio engineering, digital film, Mm. um, automotive technology, welding. And it was really getting kids, like, to focus on, like, what they wanted to do. Like, the actual career path. Yeah, you could come out with, like, certifications. You could come out with so much just coming out of high school. They even had, like, programs where you could get college credits. And, man, I love that school. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, man. I I tell my friends all about it just because, like, being, like, and, you know, I think we're going to talk about, like, you know, the the, – being a creative yes, in this day and age. Yes. And just, like, having that opportunity right there, like, mm. I got to knock out, because, like, obviously I'm not an audio engineer. Um, but Yet. But I, I, <laughs> <that> yet. Um, <laughs> because, like, I, I loved it, but at the same time, like, I got to knock out so many of my interests and, like, go through that process of, like, hey, I think I want to do this. And then and the really equipment was right them, there. Too. And I got to, like, grind through it and have the equipment and understand them and understand, like, you know, uh, different obstacles that I might face in trying to do this. Um, and then just having like instructors that were passionate about that too, instead yeah. of someone that's Big just part. like a, hey, uh, like this is your grade at the end of the day, like people that really wanted you to succeed. So like, that's, that's uh, a game changer. So like, I don't know, bro, I got, I got real lucky with that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then, but that, that was a, a small chapter in there. And then after I got out, uh, I linked up with my guys. Um, we met at an art show at a, one of Crispy's art shows over at East. And uh linked up with an old friend, met new friends. Um, and we just been kind of riding ever since. Uh and eventually, like, I was like, yo, like I I used to mess a little uh mess around a little bit on the tables. And they were like, where? And I was like, yeah, I was a DJ. And they was like, yo, I got this equipment. And <laughs> yo, we just got on it, bro. And it's just been rolling like like it's it's crazy how much in these last years that like stuff has changed. Like, just cause like I I didn't think I was gonna be like um, doing the stuff that I'm doing, especially with the people that I do, I thought I was gonna continue to be like, oh man, like if only I became a DJ, like, like no, like no regrets, dream. bro. Yeah, yeah, bro, the dream got hit, and I was just like, let's run it. It was, it was dope. I how, loved
0: it. how do you it was, feel like your passion for for DJing has has progressed and grown since you were like a kid? Cause I feel like now you've had more gigs, you had opportunity to probably be in moments where mm-hmm. you were comfortable or uncomfortable. But how do you feel like it, that passion's grown for you since then, like growing up?
1: Um and growing up like it's it's become like a big, uh, a, a big change in pers- in perspective I guess. Um, so like and when, like back to my dad pushing me mm-hmm. into doing this, uh, back when Pandora was a big thing, he he put me onto this like little uh channel called Turntablism and Beat Science. And, okay. You know, when you like thirteen, you're like, whoa, like those are some like. Big words, bro. But then, you know, you get into the community, and it was like, turntable is simple. And I'm just like, wow, like, you guys are so cool. <laughs> oh, oh, this is amazing. Um, but uh, I guess kind of, like, really understanding, like, all the different uh, routes and all the different pathways into becoming a DJ mm-hmm. um, and, and really what that consists of. Like, you really kind of, like, I don't know, analyze it different. Like, for me, personally, um DJing has been kind of uh, tough because I just have so many other things that I I, I love to do and that I'm a part of, um, yeah. and so trying to balance. And you're creative. Yeah, yeah. That's a struggle. Yeah, and and um and it, it, it was a little tough. Like I mean, like anyone who's followed me on Twitter or anything like that or Instagram, like I'd be like, yeah, bro, like I'm gonna give it a break. You know, like I I'm not gonna DJ anymore. I'm retired. Everyone's like, no, like you're so good. Sorry, my bad. Didn't mean to toot my own horn. But um <laughs> oh man, you just you're just gonna, good and and we love you we love you yeah you're good (laughs) and we love you and we love your energy and you're just you know it's so nice to have you around i was
0: saying when i started the podcast
1: (laughs) exactly bro That, that that and i appreciated it bro i love it i mean you got like and obviously i'm still doing it today um and so just understanding that grind between like picking it up and putting it down and picking it up and putting it down like i don't think i'll ever put it down again just because like i've been through that yeah um just and, and and understanding like it has a place in me that I can't even deny at this time yeah. like i I can't even tell myself like I'm not gonna do this anymore because I know I'm lying to myself mm-hmm. just because um and and that's that's crazy, like to be in a position to where you think you have so much so much control, you know, yeah, oh man, I got so much I'm good bro i'm not i i but that's why I'm I think it's kind of healthy what, here, what you
0: do because I think with any kind of passion or my time- by my tongue at least every five episodes. <laughs> but every like passion that you have, it's almost kind of healthy to put it down because you have to make sure. What do they say? It's like, it's like an addiction. Like you have to make sure that if you don't want something to become an addiction, you have to break yourself from it so that you kind of have that <laughs> control over it. It doesn't control you. Yeah. So I definitely that makes sense to me. Yeah, and bro. Like oh, I'm gonna put it down for a little bit, and it's like DJing because like you're always gonna be. If, if I know you like I know you, you're probably always around music. You yeah, always love music. Like, music probably plays a big part of your life. So you can never leave DJing because that music piece, the main piece, is always around you. You know it, bro. It's preach. Preach. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: we love it. We love
0: it. And speaking Uh-oh. of music, what? or actually, I want to talk about music yet? I want to ask, that's what I want to ask you. DJing, I want you to tell me what's been one of your most favorite gigs and one of your most forgettable gigs.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is not... Good. Um, let me see. Favorite gigs. Um, one of my favorite gigs was actually one of the most recent. One of the most recent gigs we did was uh the Heartboy pop-up back in September. Mm-hmm. Um shout out crispies, uh, shout out Aqua D and shout out Ray. Um, those were my partners and we've been like running stuff, but like I i finally just got done. Um, working a job where I was just grinding just day in, day out, day in, day out, just grinding and I was able to uh, get money to get the equipment, uh, Mm -hmm. the the rain setup that I dreamed of for like a year, dude. Like (laughs) I was just like everything, Everything that I put into this, like as soon as I heard it was announced, I was just like, I need that. Like it's, it, it has to be in my life. Come here. Yes, <laughs> I was like, dude, uh, it was crazy. Like anyone who 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 was talking to me, I was like, hey, bro. So they just released this. Like no one, no one who had no business. had an idea. Yeah, like, like like <laughs> like they didn't have any business knowing about the the Rain 72 mixer or the Rain 12s. But I was just like, yo, like these are going to change my life. This will happen. So I was just grinding that. And finally, like, I got to do a, an event with my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put uh, Ray, who was uh, one of my friends and also became a DJ, and uh, Aqua D, uh, one of the craziest, like, grinding, uh, lovable people. Aqua D's real cool. I, I, I was
0: telling you earlier, Aqua D's been somebody who I've been playing on the podcast probably since maybe after episode five or ten. Yeah, so bro. That's just cool bro, to all yeah. Bro. Same
1: circle. We, bro, we 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 have a extremely powerful circle. Our our circle is pretty crazy. I low key <laughs> like I, I'm telling like I put myself probably like low key bottom bottom five of how crazy our circle is. Um because there there are some really cool people in uh in our group.
0: And y'all create. That, yeah, and y'all yeah, create bro, back yeah, to your story bad. Bro. Bro. back to your story. But Anyway, so yeah, so like
1: <laughs> um so then, you know, I, I did my set and everyone was just rocking with me. Everyone's like, I haven't done a set in like 8 months, you know. I oh, told minute, I told myself yeah. the last one like I was good, like I'm not doing anymore. Um again, the put it down. And mm-hmm. I was like I just, you know, like I just can't, like I can't work, I can't study, I can't do all these things and follow my dreams, but then I was like I finally made it, came through and um you know, I did a cool set. Like I was like, yo, like that was that was what's up. Like that was a good set to do last minute whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh Ray did his set and that was crazy. Like Ray Ray doesn't do mini sets, um and because he rocks with uh my crew slut my villains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so he'll he'll DJ for them and stuff like that. But I think that was like one of like his first or second, like set sets where it was just focused on him and people were moving to the side, moving to the right. We we're about to put a hole in the wall. Like people Good were God. just jumping, and I was like, "Ray, you are the best." And he was like, "No, you're the best." And like we were <laughs> just like, battling no, no, each no. other. We were, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like you know that that uh that gif where Draymond Green is like in Kevin Durant's chest. Yeah. yeah, bro. That was me to Ray. I was like, "You are so great. You are so amazing." I was just poking him. I was like, "This is so crazy." That's hilarious. yeah, bro. And like. I was just so impressed with him because like, that's one of my partners. Like he, like the way we met, that was cool too. Another story for another time. And then Aqua D did his set and he just, I I call him Ace. Ace just rocked the house and he, it was all the music that he produced. It wasn't like, Oh, that's fire. Yes, exactly, bro. And so that's why like, it was so amazing to be there. So it wasn't even about like me because like I was happy to, to do it, but like, um to to watch how much like my friends mm-hmm. how much my crew was like influencing others and just like rocking rocking the house um that had me just blown away because i was like that's when i realized i was like we we are so powerful that felt like, like the dream that you kind crazy. of i'm telling you bro yeah, like that energy like a lot of times people are like Drew, like what drives you like what makes you like so bubbly and like you know like hype all the time and I'm just like do you know who I be with like yeah like like it's if you hard knew- to be down yes. was there yeah, like if you like you you would talk about your bros the way I talk about mine if you knew who they were bro like they they are so like i I love them um you at know, least forgettable I mean most forgettable most, most forgettable. forgettable um so when I started uh DJing, a lot of people were uh oh man like are you a party DJ? Are you a club DJ? Are you a uh, your own DJ? Um, I didn't really know what type that was, and I didn't really care. But like for people,
0: want to put a creative in a box. That's yeah, kind of annoying. Yeah,
1: I mean that that still happens in genres. That happens in like the the different types of things that I do. But um, like for I think the one of the talks was just like oh like when you're a club DJ, you get to DJ whatever you want. Like that's real DJing and stuff like that. Like you're not DJing off of like a request list. So like for, what? Yeah. So for like a while. Um <laughs> uh I was like, "Oh man, I can't I can't go DJ private events. Like no one's going to take me seriously." Like this is Yeah. And like uh um, It's not true, but Bro, I tell you what. I DJ'd my first wedding last year and mm-hmm. that popped off. Like I've never <laughs> seen so many like happy people and people just like plus the tips. Hey, sometimes, bro, these people don't want to they don't want to pay you. I got paid. That was nice. Like yes. being uh, Let's talk about like being a creative and like Mm -hmm. being paid for your work when it's just like your original. Like that is so nice giving you your work exactly, bro. And especially when people are always looking for the homie hookup. That is Mm -hmm. the worst. Hey, bro, can you do this for? Hey, bro, I put you on. Like you think you you'd be good with like this? Like when someone who just approaches you professionally and you know you get the contracts and everything figured out and they pay you and then they tip you. That was wild. (laughs) I was just like, oh my gosh, I could do this. I'm back. This is what I do now. I'm a this DJ. is me. This is me. No one stopped LinkedIn me. LinkedIn yeah. official. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Um, <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, yeah. You know how you shoot photos? Yeah, bro. Let me get the homie hook up on some photos, so I can I can start making this real money. No, I'm playing, bro. I would <laughs> never. I would never. Um, but yeah, bro. I was I was ready to to um, but that just goes back to saying like I appreciate all the gigs that I get, bro. I like, like that. I, that. I, as long as people like want me for like who I am and and um. You know, genuinely, and, and they appreciate what I do. Like, I love all my gigs. There's, there's a few that are kind of like subtle, especially like the ones where I'm just moving tracks, and people are just like, "Hey, I need a DJ." Mm-hmm.
3: You
1: know, just move tracks. Like, if you let me play a little bit, and then I'll make it a good show. I For promise sure. you. I promise you.
0: I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. I have actually, I literally probably have a couple more questions I want to ask you before we get into more of the stuff. <laughs> hey, but I'm I want to get into some music. So we're gonna get into some music too. Um, actually. Two of the tracks you're about to hear, these are just, you know, the normal No One Cares podcast, uh, like, selections. But because we have DJ stage name in What's the house, up? in the building, on the carpet, he will be having the last four selections. We got stage <laughs> name, selection, exclusives. I can't wait for y'all to hear this. But we're going to get to some music real quick. This is Aaron Doe. And I'm saying Aaron Doe because it's D-E-U-X. So I'm just going to say it's Doe. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And this is a track that he just recently dropped called Daydream and following that gonna be another artist um Sray, which is s-r-a-e and it's a track called bath from her album actually called alaska um either out Al- it's not alaska is it i think it is alaska i think i made the typo on that so i'm reading it wrong either way it's a track called bath so let's get into this music <laughs>
3: Roll. Roll, 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 roll. And I'm praying just to see your face.
4: Your iris is violet cause the traces of the reds and blues are embedded But you still manage to bring all yellows to my life The sunshine and that's right You brought in my day to the extremity That seeing your face is a need to me I need to be where you are every day Every hour, every minute, every sentence That I speak Don't only miss syllables Or why I feel a pull when I'm near you Have fun with that, it's unexplainable It's more than that, it's unattainable I'm reaching but the point is that I want you can't seem like a pussy to these young cats Don't smoke, but it's a blunt rap But only if you want that And only cause I want you go across the room
5: Thousand fruit trees from balconies of my vertical smile. My fever.
0: I was Bath from her latest album Alaska. You was feeling that right, bro? I was loving that. That guitar had me moving. I was like, hey. she's fire. She's really good. I think um I stumbled upon her music through SoundCloud and was just like, there's there's just certain artists that I stumble upon on SoundCloud that I put on the podcast, and this makes me appreciate SoundCloud
1: and just the artistry of creatives who we don't know about so
0: fucking much,
1: bro. SoundCloud is the truth. Like, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. I was real skeptical. <laughs> um, initially, bro, because I was like SoundCloud. I was like, "That sounds like LimeWire to me," <laughs> and I was like, "I can't go through that again. I can't. Too much heartbreak." Yeah, exactly, like bro. Like, my, I, I have, I have a hard drive, bro. I, I, I care about, this. <laughs> um, but no, bro. Like, SoundCloud has really changed a lot for a lot of people, bro. Hundred percent. And shout out whoever rescued SoundCloud. A lot of people say it was chance. I feel like there's some other stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, bro. And. And support your local SoundCloud rapper, no matter how many fast, uh, face tattoos they got, all right? <laughs> just, just love them a little bit.
0: <coughs> Bam, that has to be a shirt. No <laughs> do know when or where, but that needs to be a shirt. Support your local SoundCloud rapper, yeah, no matter how many face
1: tattoos. More importantly, on the real, support mm-hmm. your local SoundCloud producers. Because those, those dudes are going harder than ever. I know this because, like, I am big friends with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I love those, like... Uh, two of my closest friends, like I said, Ace, Aqua D, and uh, 808 Sensei, dude, the, the things that they do, just, just they blow my mind on a regular basis, and I just can't, yeah. I can't thank them enough. One I of the them.
0: most interesting things to me, and I remember Pharrell, I remember watching an interview with Pharrell, and he was saying, like, he sees sound and colors, so like if he hears certain sounds, it will be like, oh, it's like a purple, or it's like a blue, and when I heard him say that, I was like, you know, I have so much respect for producers, because uh, and this is not to shit on any lyricist, but you know how can I say this without disrespecting anybody? So when it comes to like rapping and writing songs, it's a poetic thing, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's very um it's an art. There's an art to it. But when it comes to sounds and creating sounds. It's always interesting because it, that comes from a. It only comes from the mind. That comes from yeah, nowhere else.
1: I, like I see what you mean, bro. Like I can't. Like, just I can't, like the connection that like is made. Like you, it, it's, it's not tangible. Yes. You can't
0: hold. You can't touch. You can't. You can't it's describe. It's a great way to say it, sounds, bro. I mean, so it's like to be able to just hear that sound or envision this thing in your head, and then be like, okay, this sounds like that. This sound reminds me of that. Okay, these sounds. Okay, now we're hitting here, and then to just like, it's not like a song just pops up in their head and they create it. It's like okay, this. Bass of the song sounds good. This drum or this bass Yo, line, whatever it is, exactly. And then they just boom, 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 bro.
1: And then another thing is just like the, where they pull it from, like where they pull their, their samples or wherever they pull their inspiration from. And when they're like, bro, that would sound good in a song, mm-hmm. like there was one sample that, like, we're, we're all big anime heads in my crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching Soul Leader one time, mm-hmm. and I swear, like, I, I, I heard my friend's song, um, before I heard the the theme because it was my first time watching uh, Soul Leader right and I I damn near lost my mind <laughs> I, I, it was a real intense scene you know everyone's all like creepily eared ir- um like freaked out it's like anxious and like, eerie what, what's going and on everything and bro yeah. and I'm like watching it and then I hear it and it's like. Dun-na and i was just like sensei you motherfucker like <laughs> oh my god i how I, I wanted to like i was like how did you ever like think this was gonna be like so so dope in a song like yeah those are the things that like blow me away when i hear like crazy samples wow bro and it's not even just old music anymore like sample game is everywhere now
0: yeah a hundred percent man all right so Okay, so there was one more question before. I want to talk about some music, but before we get into music, I want to ask you one question. It's a question that I think is really important because everybody handles it, handles it differently. I think it definitely is. A, it'll be an interesting answer from you because I like uh, check it out. So you usually seem like a really happy guy. That's me. Always joyous, most always bright, and <laughs> that's what I'm getting to most of the time. So somebody like you, because I feel like for me, a lot of people see me and they're like, "Oh, like you're like just like easy to be around, and cool and stuff." But then there's days where like I just don't want to fuck with nobody because I'm just in a mindset where I can't. Bro,
1: like I have to work through. I'm it. with. How you. do you get through those days? Oh, and moments? bro. Uh, one of the biggest things is that like you, sometimes you don't know if you're gonna get. You will trust. Oh, you me, do. Yeah, you, you do. You do. Like I'm here to say, like this. Uh, this probably even happened in the last two weeks where I was in that mode. Mm-hmm. Um. But you—that's that's the scary part because you're just like—and I was having this discussion with um, my friend Kaki the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like you know, it's not you. You know what I mean? Like you yep. know, this isn't who I am. This isn't this isn't when, um, like when you're reflecting upon it, you're like, is this who I am? And I really this sad individual? Am I really like you know, as uh, is this depression like my yeah. identity? Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not it at all. Like you know who you are. Um, you're not always happy. And you're not always in this in this low. There's this a slump, balance, but there's a balance, mm-hmm. um, and you have to have that faith. You have to have that faith in yourself to like be able to to get through it. Now, for me, that comes back to like identifying a lot of things. Like, is my environment where I needed to be? Like, mm-hmm. is like w- is my home um, like taken care of? Is my family taken care of? Are my friends taken care of? Right. Like, those are the things that like. I, I'll, I'll reflect back to, cause like those are, those have always been like sources of joy or just mm-hmm. a, so, a source of identity, like what represents me. Yeah. Um, I'll go into how like have a conversation with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, those conversations kind of just like change. It's like a reset. My it's whole like perspective. A good reset. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be about how I'm feeling, but just like how they're doing or just like the topics that they're passionate about, yeah. things like that. And like taking mm-hmm. that perspective to be on them. Um, and it doesn't necessarily like take my mind off of it. It's more that like I get an opportunity to be like helpful for someone else. Yeah, that's that's really my source. Um, and I'll I, you ask anybody like that's always been my source is that I'm always trying to like find a way to support or assist. And then then I like put that on myself. Like, mm-hmm. would you something that like w- in the topic of depression, um would you treat any of your friends the way that you're treating yourself right now? Ooh, facts. You know, That's would you talk question. to, like, even when, like, you're, you're talking to yourself in your head, would you talk to any of your friends that way? Would you mm-hmm. take care of them that way if you wanted them to be better? Um, and so, you know, sometimes it's even, like, separating. Like, if I wanted, if I saw one of my closest friends going through this, like, what would I, would I, I would give them space. I would be understanding. I would be caring, you know, um, basics. Like, are you eating? Are you sleeping enough? Yep, Different yep. things like that. Um, those are things that like, you know, and, and it's not, it's not always a simple formula. No, There's yeah, no formula to that. But you know, exactly. But you got to like make sure you're like giving yourself the energy, giving yourself the opportunity to do that instead of just kind of like constantly shitting on yourself just like, Hey bro, like you're not going to make it out of this or, you know, like this is who you are. Or this or, is like, how it is. This is, how, this is always how it is. Like you knew it was going to be like this or something like that. Like that, that is not the truth at all. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll we will we will Something about like the mind is that we'll always try and make it make sense. Like mm-hmm. that that goes into a whole another theory of like why we fear and why we hate things. Yeah. But we'll always try and make it make sense. And so like if we're if we're in a bad mood, like we're gonna be like we're we're in a bad mood because we're bad people or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I I'm not getting this done because I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. Or there's I, a lot of self
0: reflection that has to happen. Like it, there has to be a lot of I think we get tied up in just like okay this is what it is right now. Okay now how do I go forward instead of being like yeah. okay this is what it is. Why is it this way? Like the asking the questions. Yeah. We like, the same way you said that you got to treat your friends the way you would want to treat, treat yourself treat the yourself way you, would like treat you treat your, treat your friends. friends. Yeah. Because yeah, like when, you, when your friend's upset, you're like, what's wrong? What's right. going on? What happened? But then when we get upset, we're like, damn, shit's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, why is it so bad? We're not like, why am I sad? Yeah. Why am I mad? Why is this going on? There, we don't there, take
1: time to do that. There's a big gap in that. And I think that goes more into just like thinking, you know, um, for me, like, I would just go into, like, taking myself seriously mm-hmm. um, because, like, I think that's one thing, especially when you, like, become um, – when you identify, like, as a creative. Um, I don't necessarily – I don't necessarily love the the term creative because I think it, like, like – I don't know. It, I think – Do you some, not
0: love it because it's, like, you feel like it's maybe overused or because it's such a broad
1: description of – It could be a mix of both. I feel like there's a lot of things that are missed with it because, like, in being a creative, like like, oh, like – I'm a creative, or oh, you're a creative. Like it, it removes a certain sense of like accountability or responsibility. Sometimes for some yeah. people, just because it's just like oh, I don't work that way, or like that's not how my brain works. Yeah, and it's as just a like creat- it's like an excuse. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. like that's how some people will use it, and it's just like as a creative, you're also an entrepreneur. You're also your own pr- uh, promotion team. Mm-hmm. You're, you're also, also a your human own, being. Yeah, networking. Exactly. You're also all of these other things um, that that also need to like be paid attention to, and uh, but. Back to the thing is like, um, man, I lost it. Where are we at?
0: We are at uh, how you bounce back from trying moments. And right. you are saying how you uh, would talk to your grandparents okay. and things oh, like that. I'm getting there. And um, if we're too far gone off of it, it's okay.
1: No problem. I think what <laughs> I was just trying to say is just like, um, oh, taking yourself seriously. You I go. think like um, as a as a creative like if you take yourself seriously you have to be able to like reflect upon that and be like yo like I do need to take a break from this like Mm -hmm, because like mm -hmm. a lot of times like We'll, we'll treat it as, like, second nature or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not a big deal or I'm not even sure if I want to do this or mm-hmm. things like that. But, like, when you start to take yourself seriously, you really begin to, like, take the the steps and the measures in order yeah. to get yourself Because you can lose right. yourself but in the shit you yeah. love very quickly. Like, exactly. the same way we do in relationships is the same way we can do with things that we create. Absolutely. I think, you know, oh, man, that that kind of goes into, like, why, why I had to, like, take – this break recently Mm -hmm. um just because i had other things that i was focused on and i knew i had to like really put my own into like um the things i was studying really you know and focus on that part of myself yeah um so i could give you know more attention to the dj and to the creations and all those things because um it's a balance within myself so then that way i can express myself fully and actually like put myself into the music put myself into the art that i'm creating with Heartboy and Um, with Slut Mob and all these other things, like really, uh, (laughs) it's uh, funny because like with Heartboy and and Slut Slut Mob, which like two totally different. (laughs) They sound completely different, but like they're both amazing things. Exactly, bro. We've talked about that. I usually call them SMV, but um, at the same time, like I want to make sure everyone like knows who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, and I also don't want them to feel like you know you got to be censored because. You know that's who you are. That's your roots. Oh, that's yeah. where you came from. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to censor yourself and if you decide like, ah, oh, this is a better marketing opportunity, and maybe I don't want to tell everyone that, like, that's fine. But like, if this is who you are and that's how you want to represent, and that's when you feel the most expressive Empowered on it, you slut mob, exactly.
0: That's and, my guys. And speaking of music, I want to get into some music that's been oh, going let's on. Do it. We gotta start with Lil Nas X. Bro. <laughs> we gotta start with Lil Nas X because we was out there on Saturday. No special, no special occasion. That's what that's what it was. At the seven one five club, seven fifteen club, whatever you want to call it, and this so happens when I came in there, maybe about ten or fifteen minutes into just being in the in the building, uh that little Nas X dropped, and you know, that shit is,
1: <sighs> bro.
0: Let me say this real quick, and I'm 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 a shit on sheck West. I don't care. This I prefer. This uh, what is this song called? Old Town Road. Old Town Road. I keep wanting to say horses in the back. <laughs> you say whatever you like, whatever makes you feel good. But bro, Old Town Road you know what it to is. me is better than Mo Bamba, like the way it hits, its replay value, oh, and what wow. it does. Because like this is the thing: when I went to South by Bro, people were playing that shit like it was water, and it's like you can't just keep feeding me fucking sugar water and telling me I'll be okay. Like I don't want this anymore. Stop playing the song I don't over, want and, over calling and over and over. I don't want none of that shit. I don't want no shit. Fuck. I don't want none of that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that shit. Give me maybe the first verse and hook of that song and I'll be straight with it. Don't play me the whole... <laughs> but that's as, as, aside from me. Um, that shit is crazy. What do you think about that song? When you first heard it and from when you heard the remix, what do you think about the song?
1: I love this song with all of my heart. <laughs> Every piece of it. Did it grow on you or when, it, when you first heard it, you're like, oh, this is it. This um, a Smash. Bro, I mean like... Anyone who knows me, knows me. I, I, I love getting down. And, mm-hmm. um, I, 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 <clears> hmm. <throat> This is hard because like I didn't even like hear the song when all the news was coming out when people were just like and I think that's how it kind of blew up in these last few weeks. Yeah, everyone that's how I like, heard. It, honestly, yeah, bro, yeah. everyone was just like, "Yo, this this song's been knocked off a Billboard," blah 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 uh-huh. blah blah. And I still didn't listen to it. I was just like, "Dang, that sucks, bro." Like, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm just like tough shit, bro. Yeah, bro. I was just like, I was just like, "Yo, if Billboard don't want it. Why do we care? I don't really like award shows. I don't really like all Same. these things. I but, like you know, yeah, that's yeah. a whole
0: different conversation."
1: exactly so but like i was like yo like billboard Benwack. um mm-hmm. but then like i, I heard it and <laughs> oh my gosh like and i heard it in a lot of the meme videos but that, like, and as i was gonna say i didn't even know i was hearing it in
0: the exactly, meme videos exactly bro yeah
1: and then i i i heard it a, a couple times and then i heard about the remix with billy ray cyrus oh, and man. i was just like listen i'm gonna tell you one thing let me hear me it. and my friends we we spoke that into existence
4: shut the
0: no way
1: Okay, we didn't, but what happened <laughs> is that we were we were just like messing around, we were playing uh, we were on the Nintendo switch, and we were just messing around and we were freestyling one time. Mm-hmm. you know, bullshit. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I can't remember where it came from, but my friend Jam, he was just like, <laughs> he was like, Billy Ray Cyrus, And he was like, <laughs> jump up in your computer." get a billy ray virus and we just kept going. bro we just Bars. kept going off of that bro I was, you did you kind of gave it you gave yeah, bro. Energy. You ex- sent it out there we were just just transmitting it bro like 100 <laughs> 100th monkey theorem right there bro like that's how it happened um but like when that happened i was i was i was blown away um i, I thought it was really cool i thought it was really fun to hear um billy ray's iris talk about talk my, that shit. yes bro like, like, dang, you whipping Maseratis, Billy? Like, That's, I mean, I don't put it past you. You got money, no hundred percent, yeah, bro. But like, it was just cool to hear that. I thought that was really fun. I thought it was most importantly, I thought it was a fun song. And I they thought te- that they, was. I'm
0: glad they didn't remix the song. Yes, like they added him. They didn't change. Like the, the one thing I was nervous about was that if they did a remix. They would actually try to make it more country to prove a point. Right. And instead, they were like, let's bring a country artist onto our shit, and this is how we're gonna shit on you because. To be honest, aside from the fact that it's extremely fun, it's extremely cool, right. it's, it's actually getting trendy, and it's a trend that I don't mind, Right, um, it's just done so well, and it's very fitting, and I would just there's so many things to respect. I respect the change that I just talked about, and I respect that Billy Ray Cyrus came on the track and met him there, yeah. brought what he could bring to the table, to his table. Yeah, he didn't... That's yeah. Like, this is a great... Because they could have picked any country singer. Anybody. And they would have just... I don't think they would have did it the justice that he did Bro,
1: I I think he did a great job of just kind of, like you said, bro, just like keeping it like where it needed to be. Like he, Mm he, he, he put, Lyrics that matched the artist that originally created the song instead yes. of just like, Hey, come on, Billboard, this is gonna be a great song if I'm on it. He was just like, I'm gonna show y'all. He made it I'ma more country, too. That was the best hat. part, yeah, exactly. He, like he was made like, it more show country. Y'all what goes down over here in these parts on the old town road, yeah. So, yeah. shout out to Lil Nas X. Um, I do want to yeah, say, no, I love that song. I'm gonna be like, I love that song. I'm not like you came in, but like, I was dead that day on Saturday. I heard the song. You know, I was just like, ugh. You know, I I came through a gig and then I went to go hook up with you know with, with the bros and I mm-hmm. came down there and I was like, I just low key want to go home. You've read yeah, And you I just it, yeah. heard it and I was just like, I am alive. Just the energy, like it was just boom. Cintu <laughs> Bean, just I sing it, bro. I got lean up in my bladder, cheated <laughs> on my baby. You go ahead and ask her. Like I loved, I loved every piece of that. bro. Funny
0: story, bro, or <laughs> well, funny thing. So like. Have my girl with me. Cause I think I think we've been to
1: one of those before, but I told her it's, it was pull up right. Hey, come this Friday, bro. I need to, this Friday. This, this Friday, it's not gonna be no special occasion, but it's gonna be me, um, and Tyler Wyatt, and we're gonna okay. be skating that night. So shameless plug. I know this is gonna be coming out on Thursday, so if mm-hmm. you ain't doing anything the day after, pull up. Holla at your boy. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I said that my plans
0: aren't already made. My plans are made. Mm. But it was so funny, bro, because we were there and like. My girl Leah, she doesn't like. She is meeting people that like I know or, or know of, or whatever, right? And um, I'm walking in. like, hey, you remember Droid? Remember da da da? And I was like, oh, that's that stage name. That's the dude I was telling you about. And then, um, and right when I said that to her, you know, I I just heard the the dun dun dun, and then I saw your face, like, yeah. oh, oh my god. god. And then I when, when you did that, I was remember. like, hey, 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 I was like, Leah. Watch this. Yes. And then you just,
2: I'm <laughs> yeah. oh. it, was, it
0: was so fitting though, because it reminded me of the first time when I did see you, because it was the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, they bro. were just going crazy for you in the energy. So it was just like a confirmation of, like, this is right. This is do make yeah, that happen. Bro. But that song was crazy. Yeah, but bro. I want to get to some more music. Cool, let's run it. Steve Lacey, I just played you the track. Oh, yeah. Uh, just dropped a new I'm track. A I know that the internet said. Um, or I don't know if it was the internet or it was just yeah it was sick. the internet. The and internet? I,
1: don't, I think I think Steve actually took over the the Twitter one time because he was just like I dropped a new song on the internet's Twitter and I was like you little crafty son of a <laughs> being all cute and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Lacey, yes, he just dropped a
0: new track called In Slide, like the letter in no inside, the letter in and then the
1: word side. Uh, what do you think? I liked it. I, um, I'm really excited to hear what the rest of the, the project is going to be like. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot different um, than his original demos. I feel like
0: he never dropped an album. That's the interesting yeah. part. I
1: mean, like, because, you know, he, he did demos, and that was cool. And it said a lot about his guitar playing and things like that, and uh, his artistry and kind of, like, his background and mm-hmm. uh, in, in where he comes from in his production. But I think this is going to be a lot more... Um, Produced, I think yes. he's gonna have like a, a lot more wealth finished I don't know how to, detailed how to, to put that into verbs. I think my brain's low key dying. Um, got water, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I water. Um, but no, I, th- I think he's just gonna put a lot more of the like the artistry in the, and he's been doing a lot since he did demos. Facts. Um, the dude's produced for like man, I've heard of it? Gold Link, Gold Shit. Link, Kendrick, um, a lot of big names, a lot of people, and, yeah. And the dude, how old is he, 20? He's young. Yeah, I think he's not nowhere near. He's younger than us. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 not even old enough to drink, and he out here like making songs people drink to. Um, Backs. I love it. He he's he's done a lot in his time, and I think even going back because like I've I've been a low key fan for for a little bit back uh, when Ego death released and he still had the dreads i had to do oh, my yeah. history on it yeah bro yep, yep. yeah hot top dreads yeah mm-hmm. bro i remember no, that. steve bro he was uh, i remember seeing him in concert anyway beside that <laughs> but just like hearing where he's come from and how he continues to like produce these great hits and like you know his claim i think i wouldn't say his claim to fame but like one of the most notable things is that he does a lot of this on his phone
0: yeah that when people finally started like well, when that started to come out that was really interesting to me. I have a friend back at home who makes music, and I remember um, him. Uh, his his like excuse for a bit was, you know, oh, I don't have what I need to do it. And then once once I saw Steve Lacey do that, which you never really know until he kind of tells you, and I was just like, yo, like I sent that to him. And I was like, no excuse, no excuse, like. Crazy um, because she
1: doesn't even sound like it comes off the phone. I'm telling you, bro. And then he'll go in, you know, maybe I don't even know if he sh- still goes into the studio to tweak it, but like, man's man's is just a great artist in general. I, I like Inside, I think it's gonna be, I think it's a good song. I think there's gonna be a lot more bangers, yeah. Uh, on, yeah. on this next project, I think it's gonna be a lot more fun
0: because when I first heard it, I was kind of like, okay, it's okay, but then hearing it again, I was like, okay,
1: it
0: just, I guess, it's that yeah, kind of coming in. I guess what, what it is for me is it's different because. He, it's a different sound. Mm-hmm. Like on the demo, there wasn't much knock. There wasn't much, Italy, right. you know what I'm saying? It was a little bit more just kind it of him guitar. Like very, very uh, bare boned. Yeah. And this sounds like he's kind of really putting the meat on it and putting the muscle on it. And it sounds like it's just more of a creation. And once I kind of got finished hearing it, I kept thinking to myself, man, the internet is a group that is like no other because they make so, like their music is almost immaculate Bro. as a group. And then separate,
1: it's just as good. And then, like, the growth, too. That's a big, yes. like, kind of like, because, like, originally when I heard of the internet, mm-hmm. um, I listened to Mac Miller's Life from Space. um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was, I was like, I don't know, featuring the internet, or it was like, with the internet. I was like, what is, you know, what's who the is internet? That? Exactly? What, I, who, so, what is that? Yeah. So then I, you know, I I dove in and, like, Found like Purple Naked Ladies, mm-hmm. um, and that was just like an experience in itself. That's back, you know, in in two of the main the members. OG of days. yeah, bro. Two of the main members, you know, Matt and Sid, like kind of just like how they've grown and then like they've they've allowed like uh, Jamil, also known as uh, Kentaro, uh, mm-hmm. to do his thing. Jamil, Kentaro, he's he's a whole another <laughs> story, bro, because that's actually Thundercat's brother, and that whole f- yeah, bro, th- that's a whole family of just like wow crazy talent yeah bro um but um just kind of like how they've grown and, and they've inspired the people around them to to release their own music and um you know they had so much music that everyone had to drop their own solo projects like mm-hmm. that's crazy in itself like I, I appreciate that that they're just such a multifaceted but they also understand like the sound that they produce as a group yeah that's 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 dope
0: that's why i think they're one of the most talented groups i've ever seen and i think also um it is ner- it it's the only thing the only thing that makes me nervous is that it's the sophomore album for a lot of them, like a lot of them are making their second project. So mm-hmm. it's like, cause mm-hmm. to me, and I'll ask you the same question here. All their solo, and I don't even like to do this. I don't even like to compare them because they're all so good individually right. yeah. in their own rights. But the way oh, what's his name? What is Patrick's last name? Page. Page. Patrick the way Page Patrick two? Page's yeah. project hit was like I still play that yeah. shit. I yeah, still play that bro. especially during now I'm playing that shit heavy.
1: Bro, I and, and that's actually his his um that's his first project like um like with vocals on it. But mm-hmm. I remember before I can't remember what it was called. Um, but it like had the sunset background and it had like him and like the, the the art was his face was pink or such like purple, but like that mm-hmm. was something I played for a long time. Yeah, I haven't even um, heard that I can go back to that. Yeah, bro. It it's a good one just because and it was mostly like all instrumental mm-hmm. but it was really good. Uh, when I started DJing and like to hear him, like, put like his skill on that and like, uh, like what inspired him to do that, like, those are the things I appreciate yeah, that like, I'm able to see dinks. just because I'm just like, whoa, like, at first you were just like releasing instrumentals, and then you know, now everyone like a knew you as rapping like, on yeah, like, yeah, bro. I met him once, he's cool, he seems like a really cool, he is and really he cool guy, and he seems funny, he's real, absolutely <laughs> hilarious, bro. I met him and he had a wig on, um, wow, uh, yeah, because I was in, um. I was in L.A. when Sid did Could like. Could you be in L.A.? Yeah, bro. I, I I love L.A. Because my sisters out there. Uh, mm, shout mm. out RJ. Uh, much that love. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. So, but like Sid did a a, a pop-up show, like a, a secret pop-up show. Oh, it's dope. Yeah. And so, but back when she released Finn. And we were there. And, you know, we were just uh, cooling. And, it, it, no, we weren't even cooling, bro. This was a mission. What am I talking? About? It was cool. It yeah, bro, like, this no was a Robinson. mission because we heard about it. Then we got down there. Everyone was lined up. Everyone was ready. Of course, First show. there's
0: never a line when you, anybody's paying. Bro, long.
1: I'm telling you, bro, pop up show. I don't even know where the location was, but it was like in like it was in like the 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 back alley of somewhere else. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was a really cool venue. Yeah, my, yeah. My, you know, if I was from LA, I would tell y'all like how cool the venue is. Y'all would know it. Anyone who hears this, y'all know it. Anyway, um, <laughs> they did the first show, bro. And then mm-hmm. they're like, sorry, like, we can't let y'all in. Sid's going to come out, say what's up, get a t-shirt. Y'all can get some pictures. You know, not everyone can come in. And, Damn. like, like I was just with there with my sister, and I was just like, I believe in this. Like, I, and, and anyone who tells you, like, anyone will tell you that at shows, like, I have that energy that I always bring. But it's just like, I'm just like, you have to believe in it. Like, you have to believe. if you If you believe in it, it will be great. I'm like, you got to believe in it. And, you know, we're, I'm like, come on, like, we can make it. And line's getting shorter, but they're like, all right, second show. Like, we, there might be a second show. Like, we're not yeah. sure. And I was just like, we can do this. Like, we can get in there. And mm-hmm. they're cutting people off. And they're like, can you get in? Maybe. Can you get in? No. Can you get in? And, you know, <laughs> me and me, and, like, people are starting to go home. They're like, I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to wait in line. Yeah. We're going to go to some other event. We finally get to the front of the line, and I'm like, let's go. And then there's a second line inside. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> yeah, bro. But like, finally we get in. We're in there, bro. Um, Taco opens. He does a, a, a did DJ set. set. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like dope. Like you know that was he's, yeah. He's biased too. Bro, seen yeah, he's he, he, he's funny. Um, anyway, sorry, <laughs> I can't think. Um, oh, so finally then got in. yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. So then like we got in. So then like we we make our way there. Taco did his set, and like then. Uh, Patrick came out and he was like, yo, like get ready for Sid. Everyone's like, oh mm-hmm. Sid does uh, her set. We're like, yeah, let's go. And what song dropped? What song was this? Um 911, bro. Mm. Call me some time. And you hear it. And Tyler comes out, and I was like, hmm? "Yes, bro! I was so geeked." Oh, I'm sorry. We could keep talking about the music, but just this was a great yeah, was experience. This, to is have, this bro. the
0: one that went like like a little viral on social? Uh,
1: like, oh my god,
0: the internet's back, or like the, the off future. I don't, I
1: don't remember, bro. I, I, but it was, it was, it was great because, like, you know, I, I, I was kind of bummed because. Um, I think I remember seeing this yeah. on like social and people were like
0: oh my god Tyler yeah bro because you don't ever see them in it the same place it was great
1: bro it was just so great to see that because like I was like my sister was like yeah I'm kind of tired like I think we're going to go home and like we were on our way out and then I heard it and like he was there we could pull you know everything breaks out Tyler's like yo what's up like he's saying what's up to everybody um, someone tried to snap a picture and he's like you guys are dweebs because like I could have took the picture with you guys but you wanted to sneak one <laughs> um and then Patrick came out with the wig, and he was like, "Hey, this that new perm." And I was like, "Hey, this so, is that like, new like, you perm. just got to see the personality of everybody. That was cool. Sorry, that sounds y'all. super Didn't unforgettable. Go on a tangent, but that was cool. That was fun. That
0: is super dope. What yeah. we I don't even we're talking about Steve Lacy. That's crazy. Yeah. Bro. But I think,
1: yeah, I, yeah honestly, bro.
0: I think that they're gonna have really good next projects. I don't oh, think yeah. they they don't I don't think they take this long. I don't think they're this good for no reason. Like, I'd be very interested. Yeah, bro. But something that I do have a hot take on, and that's School Q uh the latest single Chopsticks. Chopsticks Um, I'm gonna go first if you don't mind. Um Enjoy been playing things, it right. for a couple of days. Or not a couple of days Because it just came out. Been playing it recently. Saw so him performing on I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Um a lot of people were giving him like Slack or not yeah, Slack. Flag yeah. Whatever Flat. the fuck. One of, one of them two, water, And um they're saying, Oh the, don't go get don't get Travis Scott don't get Travis Scott because on our radio e. And I, know I have no problem with Travis Scott. I think he actually has a great hook on that project on, on that song. I think my gripe is that I think I'm tired and I'm kind of done with seeing Schoolboy Q do radio singles, because like I think he was good. I think the one with Miguel I think was really good, and I think um his I, I think I just didn't like the song. I think I think it's it's cool. It's growing on me, but I think I just like appreciate Schoolboy Q too much with like the hard and dark shit. And so when he makes something like this, I'm kind of like, I see oh, where oh, man, from, like, damn it. Because, like, when he, what was the last single he dropped? Um, Num Num Juice. Num Num. That shit's crazy. Yeah, bro. So then Num Num Juice to Chopsticks, big difference. I see what you're saying, so, and bro. I, and that's not to say that Chopsticks couldn't grow on me. Right. But I don't know. I think it's okay. I'm not going to shit on the song. i like, oh, this <laughs> trash that <dust laughs> shit away. Because, like, it's a good Hot song. Taste. And I think if it ends up on the radio... And it did its job, and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a good radio song, but I just hope that the, the rest album, of the project, yeah. Because that always makes me nervous is hearing a, a, like a, like a single mm-hmm. that I'm not really satisfied with, and to not have heard School with Q music in what three years?
1: Yeah, bam, bro. What I think I got faith in Q. Um, Same. I, you know, I I I wasn't blown away. Like I found myself listening to Chopsticks, and I was like all right, where's Num Num Juice, bro? Like, yeah, like that's what yeah, I was yeah, like. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, all right, like, this is cool. Like, you know, like, you know, and, and, and it's cool to hear. You know, I, I mean, I love Travis. Um, dude is amazing. Uh, just just in, in his growth. But
0: I also, side know, I also think Travis Scott needs to disappear for a little bit. That sounds bad, but I think I see what you're I, I see if what he, you're saying, if he bro. He doing this. We're going to need we're going to need to like give him some space to be appreciated. So he step away saying. for a little bit. Maybe he just do something else like not away from music and then come back cuz cuz like, I think that's why we liked Astro World so much. It was like it, we are so far detached from him for so long and then his rollout was really slow yeah. and crazy. So then when he finally gave us the music, we were like, "Oh shit. Astro World here." <laughs> so I feel like if he just like starts to die down with these like features and stuff, and yeah. kind of goes away a little
1: bit. I, I think he's 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 striking while the iron's hot. You Facts. know, I think that's a cool career move as well. You know, like if was like, hey bro, like if they want me, they can add me for a little bit. You know, yeah. I'll, and then you know, I'll I'll decide when I want a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I would love to hear, um, just some more. I don't know. Um, I think a couple of the the songs that I really liked on Astro World weren't necessarily the hot the the hot singles that everyone loved to hear yeah um and i i i think i was telling uh one of our friends uh Kendall mm-hmm. that i was like i wish i wish Astro World was the length of Scorpion I think I said that because hmm. I was but but not just just or more the feel of Scorpion because like I thought like a lot of people were like yo it's perfectly right and I was like but he had so many different like um this is supposed to be about Schoolboy Q but okay. I'm, I'm gonna take an opportunity we here yeah. Um, but he just has so many different sounds. He has so many different things that he works with. And so I wish he kind of would have took that approach to where he would be, you know, give that energy to one album and then on another side have that that same, like, you know, sicko mode energy. Just different things like that. So That'd be nice. yeah, like, a nice experiment. For yeah, him to do so like, I think that would have been fun. Just to, like, kind of just hear, like, what he was working with. Because I'm sure there were some songs where he was like, I'm going to just leave that one off. And I was like, ooh, you son of a... I can only imagine what Travis Scott has in the tuck. Yeah, that we don't exactly exactly. Um, But more back to the song, like chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I I wasn't I wasn't like I'm a I'm gonna put this on on repeat wherever I go. Like I was just like I can listen to it and then I can tell people like oh yeah like this part was cool right here. But but I got faith in him, bro. After hearing that that um, blank face. No, um, Was it called? No, come on,
0: what was it called? (laughs) I'm gonna say it was called
1: blank face. Yes, blank face. But uh. Blank face, but more so like hearing uh oh, no, 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 his, his 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 uh, his feature on uh Twenty One Savage Twenty One Savage's album. Oh yeah, bro yeah. when he came out I was just like, Oh, like that's when I was just like, Oh, Q's getting ready to come back, bro. Like he did uh he Twenty One
0: Savage got a lot of the best yes. out of a lot of the artists on there. Like bro, a lot of the really that good. That was
1: crazy, features. bro. That that three six mafia stuff, I was just like, You're wilding. Like who who do you think you are, sir? Like, you... You, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, first of all, I didn't even know you were British. Second of Facts. all... Facts. <laughs> that shit, man. Yeah, school... Yeah, bro, I mean, uh, in. 21 Savage. Somebody who I didn't really appreciate at first, but after this project, I was like, wow.
0: Yeah. Like, so, you're, you're amazing. Yeah,
1: and, like, I, I, that's also cool. I think, you know, when we're talking about, like, the whole SoundCloud, um, moving up and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um just to hear how like someone who's been like grouped into that category and how they've developed and when you give people opportunities, how they can grow and how they can amaze you. So like I said, show some love to your local SoundCloud rapper.
0: No matter how many face tats they have.
1: That's it, that's (laughs) it.
0: But real quick, I want to get to some music before we kind of get ready to hit the last topic on the way out of here. Cool, cool. And this is not me getting the music. These are stage name selection exclusives. These I don't have a sound th- voice, so I'm going to go... Murr, murr,
1: murr. Um, stage name sound selections. Um, so so, You got to love
0: them. I got you on... Um, Let's see. I'm going to actually turn my computer around here.
1: Cool. This one's Chromanichi. Uh, Chromanichi. Um, yeah, it comes from uh, the boys actually down in Texas. Uh, Word. Yeah, he came up here with Lucid Monday. Uh, and they did a pop-up at uh, at Station, or where Station was. Much love to the boys over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he had a crazy, crazy set. I mean, I listened to some of his music before, but he really like popped off with this. Uh, this one's called Switch by Krumanichi. Um, and you want the next one, too? The next one, yeah. Who cool, the cool, cool, cool. next two? Um, and the next one's actually going to be uh, from The Boy. Uh, Aqua D is bust down. Uh, yes, three fourteen nineteen. You
0: right? know what's funny is before I even before I play this real quick, it's funny because I was like, he always has these like weird numbers at the end. I was reading this one and I was like, three fourteen like like bust. What the fuck? It's like, I think it's a fucking date. I think it's a date. date. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's he he got us all with his yeah, elaborate like, oh, way of putting the date. <laughs> For real, I'm pretty sure this is like I'm not sure because my man he works a lot. He actually. I don't mean to like uh put him on blast but uh <laughs> he actually uh works on his own computer like he he does it himself like he'll like find Damn. he was he's been working on his own computer for a while like looking for graphics cards and stuff like that so i don't know his filing system but i'm sure it's pretty complex if, my man is doing if stuff he's like hitting that. numbers at the end exactly yeah. he, he's I'm telling you, genius so here so we go stage name this. selection
0: let's get into this music <laughs> back. telling you right now, I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing Aqua D bro. Like it's always consistently good.
1: Bro, like and, and he's very strategic about about the songs that, that he releases. Uh he has a bunch of unreleased stuff and all a bunch of other projects.
0: I can imagine by the numbers that are at the end oh, of his title. Oh gosh.
1: And, <laughs> and, and um and I love it. Like he works on on, uh, on on great music. He has a great passion behind it. And then um for those who know Look up No in the number five on SoundCloud for those who know, and uh, just 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 keep your eye out for that. That's huh. all I'll say. That's all I'll say. No five. It means number five. But um, <laughs> you know, just yeah, so I thought you know. it was No five. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, deep no, deep no deep it's deep. number five. And you know, you'll you'll hear it when you hear the tag number five. I love you. Those are some great tracks. Oh, I, shit. But for those who know, I won't, I won't say too much. Exclusives. <laughs> exclusives.
0: But yeah, that was Aqua D and that track was uh bust down 31419 and the track before that was Nietzsche? Yeah, Krovanici. And, and that was Switch 2 dope. Ugh. I'm telling you the like, story. I told him if he has any like tracks that he want to put on the podcast let me know. Um send me like two or three cuz usually I, I give him like the, the guests like two songs or whatever. He sent me four can help it. And they all hit. I was like, you know what? I have four songs, but I'm gonna take off my two and we're gonna put throw on all his four that's stage love. name selections because that's how fire they are. He great minds think alike and I think you that musical <laughs> yeah. taste. hundred percent.
1: That's love, bro. But one that's of the last love. things
0: I wanted to touch on, um, which is something I should have read up on. I didn't read up on it too much. The homie we were talking about it in a group listen, text man, the other this, day.
1: Listen, this is this guy, he's the he's the podcast host. <laughs> I <Rito. know. laughs> no, I hey I, I just read it'd it this morning. it be like, morning, that. Bro. It'd be like <laughs> I just read it this morning. But um
0: <laughs> Uh, I almost Wow I almost said Asher Roth I'm tweaking heavy Okay Kyle Korver uh, NBA player Who plays right now For the Jazz Yep Utah yes, Jazz Plays for the Jazz um, I think he released An article on, on Was it the Players Tribune uh, Yep Players yeah, Tribune Yeah Players Tribune Called Privileged um, Like I said I didn't read it I know a little bit about it But I know you read it You want to kind of Fill people in on What yeah, it's about Yeah
1: f- for sure bro um, I think I think it's a, a Great article um but let me let me kind of just break it down um he talks about kind of like his experience in um in knowing Thabo Cephalosha um and kind of like uh just how he's gotten to know them and how he's gotten to know uh the players and he kind of breaks it down as you know initially um his thoughts that's mm-hmm. that's how he breaks it down like what what were his thoughts um there was an incident where uh incident no there was um
0: is this with the one where he um got beat up? By, they broke, cost, yeah, broke his leg. Yeah, broke his yeah. leg. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I would I would love to call it an incident, but that's 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 too polite for that. Basically a hate crime. Yeah, bro. Um, by and the they police. broke his leg. Um, and he was just kind of like thinking about how everyone was reacting to the situation and like how um some people like it. How his first thoughts weren't necessarily like, oh man, how's he doing? Or like oh like what could have happened? His first thought was, what was Sabo doing in a club when we have back-to-back games. Like, that was his mm. first thought. And, yeah. he, and he, he acknowledged that. And he was just like, my, my first thought wasn't that I was caring about, you know, my, yeah, my friend. My, yeah, but mm-hmm. it was just like, well, you know, I wouldn't be doing that. And so, like, he was just like, what gives me the opportunity to even have that thought? Mm. Um, and he goes into, like, how he's gotten to know that and, how like, how this got brought up again with um, the recent video that a lot of people have seen. Of the the jazz fans yelling at uh, Russell Westbrook, Russell yeah, yeah. Bro. yes, and um, just kind of like how that 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 has escalated, and how this is this conversation isn't just about, um, it is it's not necessarily just about being a black NBA player, yeah, it's about being black in America, mm-hmm. um, and how this kind of like um extends beyond that, and how more so what he can do in his role as as an ally or has as A white man um, when these aren't necessarily just your colleagues, but these are your friends. These are people, you know, you've grown to know and like you care for. Um, And I think it's a great article um, because it talks not just necessarily about the the issue at hand, but more so just like how to be an ally um, in these situations um when there's controversy when there's there's obviously an a press group um trying to like make their way out of it after the the roles have already been set mm-hmm. um and like kind of like his roles like i think which is is a big thing when you hear the discussion of just like you know like um i you know i'm i'm not a slave master i didn't own slaves you right. know when you hear that from yeah. from the uh from the white i have black college. friends yeah i have black friends yeah. things like that you know when when they're like i'm not a racist or something like that um which is just like hey like we're not even trying to like say i mean i mean if you're a racist you're a racist like and i'm to yeah, yeah 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 I'll say that but I'm not trying to say like hey like you are you you hate black people because um xyz you, Yeah because you can't see you can't see it from our perspective but mm-hmm. what Kyle goes on to uh elaborate on is that like are we you know am I guilty of the act did I commit the act mm-hmm. no am I responsible for it absolutely Yeah uh, he says, you know, I, 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 yes, we're responsible. But I think that that says so much kind of just about how a lot of topics in social justice um, that are, are, are being overlooked by um, someone who either says they're an ally or someone who's like, <clears throat> I'm not part of the problem. Um, when you see these things happening and you just kind of decide to be nonchalant and when you can opt out, that's what yeah. he talks about, opting out. That's that's when you know you're in that privilege when you have the opportunity to be like, well, at least I'm not affected by it or I'll say something if I feel like it like yeah. some people don't have that opportunity,
0: and that's the thing is like I, I find it very interesting, and I gain a whole new level of respect for Kyle Corbett even coming out and speaking about this because one first of all, this is a big like this is a big thing for him to discuss, and it just so happens for it to be perfect time, but it's like a big thing for him to touch on as you know, Cog horror and somebody his position with his legacy and all those kind of things, there's a lot to lose. But what it reminded me of was just the fact that like a lot of times we forget that, you know in a sense there's always this fight. Like we know why people wanna understand what's going on and have are are very empathetic or some are empathetic towards what we went through and what we still go through. But then it's also a certain time where it's like, um, you have to understand that silence is almost like like a nonverbal agreement. Absolutely. I mean, while you're not saying anything, you're not helping us. You know what I mean, you're not trying to hurt exactly. us, but you're not helping. And, and,
1: and in turn, you are hurting us because like, there's yeah. so much that you can do that you're deciding not to, not to do. Yeah. Exactly. Just by like,
0: simply speaking on it, which takes less than this takes literally muscles.
1: Exactly. And, and that's what I appreciated uh, again about the article is that he doesn't just stop at his experience. He doesn't just stop at, um, you know, like it, this is how i feel he's he talks about what needs to be done and what needs to be the change yeah, what, what needs to happen mm-hmm. um and what he's you know what he continues to do um I, I he brings up a lot of points like uh accountability mm-hmm. how not only he has to hold himself accountable but he has to uh, hold like the his fellow white men accountable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: um the same way that black people have to do for their people exactly to do for that people exactly very important.
1: um and then, what else is he... He says, uh... Sorry, I got yeah. it right here. He says accountability. Uh, and he, he kind of just talks about uh, how it's not just him. He has to hold it for, for everyone around him mm-hmm. and bring that to the table. So that way, it is a discussion that's talked about. It's not just something that, you know, oh, I don't I don't want to talk about that tonight. Yeah. Or, like, it's, it's something that... And it's, com- said to this, an yeah, it's an uncomfortable conversation, It's it com- needs to happen. It, but it's a necessary conversation. Yeah. um, And then... Uh, the, the way that he kind of like, oh, and I, I have another thought kind of like on how he finished it. But mm-hmm. another thing that he brings up is that it, he has to shut up, you know, mm-hmm. and and he has to he has to empower the people around him and give them the opportunity to speak because he's not, yeah. you know, like it, it, it's a great topic to have. But he finishes off and he's like, you know, like I can tell you guys everything but at the end of the day. I'm not being affected by this. You guys aren't supposed to listen to me about this topic. You're supposed to listen to the people that it's affecting, the ones yeah. that you're marginalizing, and I was just like, that yeah. is incredible to say because a lot of times, like that's that's where I think a lot of people get a, 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 enough of it of, of of hearing other people speak at them on things that don't affect them because it's just like you're so educated about this and you're trying mm-hmm. to shove this, but it's just like, how does, you know, how does this really affect you? Yeah, you know, you yeah. like, can you relate, or are you just speaking? from, from another position of privilege. And he was like, I need to shut up. So then other people have that opportunity to speak. Um, and that's, that's important. And that was the thing was, I think
0: it was one of the biggest things to me was, first of all, he's, he's showing that like, he understands that the people who need to understand this problem don't necessarily need to hear the answer and just understand the the problem from somebody who looks like them. They need Mm -hmm. to listen to the people who are going through the problem. And then at the same time, it was really nice for him to notice that like he is in a black dominant sport yeah. and he recognized like, he Yo, was like 75% a lot of percent, exactly. He, he and I read the quote to you that you, you were kind of uh, referring to earlier. He says, I have to do my best to recognize when to get out of the way in order to amplify the voices of marginalized groups that so often get lost. But maybe more than anything, I know that as a white man, I have to hold my fellow white men accountable as you're speaking on. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have to hold each other accountable and we all have to be accountable Period, not just for our own actions, but also for the ways that our interaction can create a safe space for toxic behavior. That's the fact that. Why do I keep want to say Asher Roth? That's the most racist <laughs> shit ever. The, the fact that, I don't know why It's just why my brain works. The fact that Kyle Corbett... Yeah, we, I'm gonna hold you accountable for that. bro. <laughs> that,
1: Very toxic no, behavior. That, <laughs> that whoa, bro. No, all jokes aside. No, that like that. Two that's, great people. Yeah. But
0: um, yes, all yeah, all jokes aside, it, for him to have that much self-awareness in the position that he's in around the people that he's with it's 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 very beautiful it's very honorable and it's just like i wish more people like that or who look like him would feel that way and understand this is a part of the process to even find some kind of starting point to address the really big problem here or what's going on or even just accept what's going on a lot of people don't want to accept it exactly so
1: man and so like and then hall of fame I, i think one of the 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 things that I really want to see, and I'm I'm glad that we're talking about this, but something that I, I want to see this talked about everywhere. I want to mm-hmm. like like I want to should you know, be I an
0: uncomfortable conversation because the world is an uncomfortable place.
1: But yeah, and then and then in, in addition to that, I think we all remember when you know LeBron said we're all wearing Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the the response to that was shut up and dribble. Yeah. And so now that we have, you know, now now that we have a, a white man speaking like what's what's the response going to be and he finishes it off and he's like, you know, like I'm going to shut up and listen. Um and I was like that's really important that he acknowledges like that th-
2: not to overpower Exactly, but situation. like
1: the the message is the same but you guys are going to receive it differently and now that I'm speaking mm-hmm. about it like I I I I hope that you listen. You yeah, should listen I'm not a hero. Fir- yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that you listen because you should have listened in the first place. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now, like you guys treated this message as as a as taboo, or you know, like oh, this is out of our um, out of our realm. But it affects us on such yeah. a large scale mm-hmm. that it's it, it's so incredible and um, the the impact that it has. So I'm really hoping that like this is brought up and like and I'm, I'm interested to see how this is received by a lot of the media outlets and that I'm that were so
0: received on. Amongst other sports. Yeah. Because that was the problem that I had was that like, and and I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing it, when um, Kaepernick's situation had been mm-hmm. boiling over for the past couple of years, not really ever did I see like a white player speak on it. Right. Like, and if they did, it was kind of one of those things where it was just like, um, you know. Hey, Captain's going to do his thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm hands off. You know, I, hey, I'm going to support my, my my guys. I just come to play the game. Uh, yeah
0: exactly exactly so and and that's what i'm saying both sports are predominantly by black athletes so it's like yeah it's just i'm I'm just really glad that i'm alive exactly (laughs) and i'm just really glad to be alive in a day and age where um issues that actually go on in the real world day to day are starting to come into the things that we would go away we would go to to get away from the harsh realities of the world because i think they need to be addressed. Entertainment is entertainment, but mm-hmm. entertainment can also be informative and can be thought-provoking. Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. like when do we kind of start going in that place? That's why I hate when people say, "Oh, I don't want to mix my politics with my sports." It's like, "Fam, like you don't, but those athletes on the field do it every single day." Every single day. This so, is
1: their job. Like, and that's what like, I don't know, like I uh, the the article kind of brought that to light too cuz like for me like you don't really, you know, he, he refers to to he says, you know, yeah, that's my teammate. Yeah, that's my friend. But then also that's my colleague. And, like, a lot of times I don't think we really understand. Like, this is, like, their job. Like, the job that we go to or something that we're passionate about. Like, mm-hmm. that, this is something, like, I was like, wow. Like, it, like, and I'm sure athletes all over the place are like, yeah, stupid. And I'm like, yeah, my no <laughs> yeah. bad. Um, I was 6'6". Six, six, I decided not to play. Duh. 6'6". Six, six. Um, Still lying. <laughs> <laughs> um but like just kind of like how this is like some this is their 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 livelihood and they can't they can't go anywhere else um i mean they could but they don't they don't want to go anywhere this is their life this is just their, their life. and is so, like, like you can't type. remove these you can't separate these things man mm-hmm. like this is who who they are um and and i'm so glad that they they're actually using the platform that was given to them for you know a lot of times people will be like you know why are um when they talk about like the uh, been, the position to speak, yeah, or exactly, like, yeah. or anything like that, like you know, like the the pay or just like the the gap in that as well, just like how people how they're put in this position of like a, a, a pedestal, mm-hmm. and now they're like, well, fine, like I'll use this and I'll talk about the things, um, and you know, it it's it's blown my mind with how much, uh, I mean, we've seen like the the D Wade commercial now, mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. seen um the things that LeBron has been doing, well. Yep especially like last year with the schools and even like the, the uh, shows he was executive producing and the topics that they're talking about, like Mm -hmm. those are so, those are powerful as well. But like, I'm just glad that like people are stepping out of this, this, uh, I don't know how to say it. Just like this barrier. Just this yeah. gate. This gated community mm-hmm, of just like everything's mm-hmm. good in the hills. As long as I got my money and things exactly. like that. Like people are actually using that. And there's gonna be people who need to hear it, the people who don't necessarily pay attention to politics. Like now, you know, like mo like I don't know if this is the most important time, but it is the now. So it is, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the now. So it's the most important time to be talking about it.
0: So. And I just I just hope that um I don't know if his name is Adam Scott or Album Silver. What's the commissioner's name? I'm blanking. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want sports. <laughs> I forgot his name, but and I'm not going to look it up. But um whoever the commissioner is for the NBA, I just hope that he keeps allowing them to do so without any kind of repercussions. Yeah, Which, without I mean, without without any itself. kind of
1: repercussions. I think that's yeah. that's a big thing, but then I I I hope more people band together and they don't leave like like cap out to dry. You know what yeah. I mean? I hope more people are just like, yo, like I don't care. I don't care what what like this is more important than you it's trying the bigger to, like mission. yeah this is the mm-hmm. bigger mission and like I- if anything it's just like hey, bro like they band together to make sure that the message is spread one way or another and they'll keep fighting for it regardless instead of just like oh I'm a, I'm gonna be quiet exactly man that that's the way you end off you oh, end off the but, podcast yeah oh, one bro. more thing one more thing what yeah bro I, I I have a big thing on that um mm-hmm. the the the. The reason why I, I, I appreciate this so much is because he talks about how to be an ally, and there's so many yeah. things, especially men in in this in this day and age, being an ally to women and all the challenges that they're facing. Um, black men and and being able to uplift black women, like that, is a huge thing for me. Yeah, and I think it needs to be expressed. So if you haven't read the article, go read the article because Most definitely. that that same thing holds true. That accountability, that. Um, you know, that empowerment and allowing people to speak and making sure that their, their message is heard. And, you know, not just trying to be a hero, you know, I think that's a big thing. Um, Everybody it, wants to be that person. Yeah, like, yeah. And, 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 and for why, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like at the end of the day, you just want to be, don't do not do it because you want to be celebrated by the people around you. Do it because you want to make a change for for a better future the for, the, for the environment that you want to live in. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, just, just keep that up on that level and make sure that, like, you know, this this isn't just about um, this this isn't just about one topic. This is about change. Yeah. And this is about you know how we're gonna make this world better for everybody. So, uh, yeah, go read that.
0: Yes. So sh- once again, shout out to Kyle Corver. Man, that, I'm so glad we got to touch on that. I'm so glad we got to touch on that because that's a conversation. And I need to read the article myself. Like I think it's not just enough for me to have heard you talk about it, but I need to go read it myself. But before we get ready to wrap everything up. Um, We got to play the last two stage name selections from your boy. So uh, go ahead and tell
1: him (laughs) about it. What's going on? So, uh, you know, up next, we got Adult Swim by my boy, Kendall, uh, of Kendall and the Loners. And after that, we got Usual Shit by Slept My Villains, produced by the one and the only, the great 808 Sensei. Yes. Run it.
4: Can be and you go swimming for the night? If so, it gets deep, but just don't
3: drown. I seem to fall for these thick light skins amidst my friends, narrow minded, bad sighted, excited for my kin, self sufficient, no commitment, and indifferent to politics, quick to blame my moms and shit. Alcoholic driven, cosmic, soft hearted, bipolar, episodic, and non responsive. Real shalon, stomach knots when she talking, butterflies for me, otherwise, i be just some other guy. Victory of the people, the sermon serving my steeple. She's unreasonable, childish, and I still keep her. Currently headed curve, swerving niggas, urban hailing, urban bailing for the city and attention. Dreaming of Atlantis, exhaling. Candies with Cupid's ammo hitting us with damage. Talking about you going somewhere, gone with all that. Staying a leave and a leave, and I seen you come back. Weekly routine and a fiend for leaning, combat, and need me. Fatigue and appease and please, you need that.
4: Can me and you man, go swimming for the, night, for the night and stay awake under the under the moonlight, uh, I said can be and you. Go swimming for the night. If so, it gets deep, but just don't drown. Yeah, this conversation's getting deep as the water went in. I just hope you keep me afloat. Cause I cannot swim, but I'm a Pisces, so I'll persuade you to think that I can And trick you to think, I'm not a boy, but really a man I'm smitten over you, that long and hang it down to your breasts I'm obsessed, you don't accept, I'll probably end up depressed I'm tired of flirting, I just want a little kiss, just a peck Trying to get tired with your tongue, but no me, no disrespect Then nibble all of your ear, grab me your ass as we see But something's fishy in here, no I don't mean something stinks Cause you resisting my notions, I feel it's drifting away I have one in the bottom It's the end of our day Can me and you Go swimming for the night And stay awake under the blue You under the moonlight uh, I said can me and you Go swimming for the night If so, it gets deep But just Don't Drown Now we can start under the moon Inside. 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 Yeah. this share this picture the is a perfect view
3: Honey, the power how I drip. Huh? No, you cannot have a sip. Saw so you put coke in your lips. Huh? Hop on the plane with free tickets, taking the tap for a trip. Huh? Rolling the blunt for a lift. This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. Huh? This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. Huh? This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. Huh? Huh? This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. Huh? Huh? This hit, it, a lick, I'm finna level the shit Boss this, it, level your bitch, all of my bros with the shit And so I don't get what you don't get, tucked in the crib Only the homies that sit, niggas still owe me my shit Fuck a new bitch, wrist in rotation like kicks I'm like a patient, I'm sick, I'm tryna make all my ops quit You can get anime drop kick. I'm cooking dope with the chopsticks, smoking on trees, I rolled up the tropics Proud out my head, my optic, Japanese denim with options Fill up the soda with caution, tell her bitch she gon' get hot if she walk in Chrome her look good on my wrist, honey, the power how I drip, huh No, you cannot have a sip, saw so you put coke in your lips, huh Hop on the plane with free ticks, taking the tie for a trip, huh Rolling up blunt for a lift, this is my usual shit I just got used to this shit, this is my usual shit I just got used to this shit, huh, this is my usual shit I just got used to this shit. Huh, huh, This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit. Huh, huh, This is my usual shit. I just got used to this shit.
0: Bro, let me tell you. I, I, I've, I've been to, I said it earlier today and I'm gonna say it again. I. <sighs> The selection of music he sent me was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I heard, well, first of all, when I heard Kendall and the Loner,"s I was like, "Oh, this shit's fire. This is right up my alley." But then when I read "Slut Mob Villains, I was like, "This this could go in a different lane that I may not expect." That I may not, you know. But then when that played, I was like, "Oh, this shit's hard." Bro, Off rip, bro. I think I, it was the first song I actually heard. Um, I think the way you sent the order Slep Mob Villains," I think was first, and I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, this shit's dope."
1: Yeah, bro. Uh, I think I think that's that's a big thing, and that's why I'm saying like I I don't want to censor them because like I think it requires a lot more people to be like uneasy about it, and then Facts. when they hear it, they're like, whoa! Like they've, they they uh, released another project called Melody Road, and that's one of my favorite projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting to know like like they they got a lot of bars that um if you listen like kind of like to what they're they're talking about because they're they're big. Into uh, Japanese fashion, and mm. as well as like um, cars, they love. Cars. I love cars. Yeah, and um, kind of like when you listen, like what's going on behind the bars. I was just like, cause like you know me, I'm just I'm just a guy who plays music. You know, the I don't energy, necessarily yeah, so. Yeah. But like, and that that was the first thing that got me. Mm-hmm. So then when I started listening, like what they were saying, like there's w- one bar, um, and it, it's it's pretty simple. But to me, I was just like, wow, hard. You, yeah, bro. he <laughs> says. Um, and Sensei, he goes in and he goes, he just says, Watanabe on my shirt and on my wheels. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Um, run that back. Yeah, run that back. Three more times. Um, but no, they, they, they're extremely talented. Um, I, I love everything that they put out. And then Kendall, Kendall does a lot of great stuff as well. He's been working on music and kind of just like um, how he produces that. Sorry, uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just amazed by how great like all, all the people I've had the opportunity to meet, um, in in this creative journey, and just kind of like how I've stumbled and gotten to know these people. They're just great people, as well as like extremely talented and creative, and and just like truly passionate people. So it's Facts. great to be around them. I'm so glad y'all are in my circle. One hundred
0: percent, one hundred percent. So before we get out of here cuz we could definitely talk forever. For these are real. facts. For real, for real. <laughs> but um we couldn't get out here without doing the prayer list as always. Um I can go first or you can go first, which one do you want? After,
1: uh um after me? Yeah, bro. Since, since <laughs> this, is, this is this is your this is your turf, bro. I'm a am a follow suit. So you just show me the way. All right, bet, bet. So on the prayer list today,
0: I have um or first episode I have um Lauren London um First off, Nipsey Hustle forever. The marathon continues forever. Victory, like that's all forever. That's never stopping. If I could play Nipsey Hustle every episode, I would. Um, but yes, I know that Lower London is definitely still going through it. It's still fresh. This is, I mean, even the fans. I don't even think the fans are over it. It's still hard to hear Nipsey and just not think about. Um, the way he was taken from us. But I just want to keep Lauren London and this, you know, everybody who's really close to uh Nipsey Hustle and my prayers and on the prayer list. And uh last but not least, I want to keep creatives of color on the prayer list because I mean we fucking all going through it. Yeah. It bro. could be anything, no matter what it is, no matter if it's your money, your job, your your, your, your relationship, your, your cat, your dog. We all going through <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I'm definitely always keeping creatives of color and just creatives in general on my um, prayer list. Yeah. And that's about it for me. Oh no wait no it's not it. Last but not least, keeping you on the prayer list, bro. DJ Stage name, oh, keeping you bro, on the prayer list because love. I'm gonna say this real quick because I think, and I know people may have noticed the trend of you putting them on the prayer list, but this is not like a, a list that it's makeup. Like this is literally, I literally pray on these people, because um, it's one. I always say this. It's one thing for me to see Charles Gambino or see Pharrell and be inspired. I may never meet them in my entire life, but um, and I can get inspiration from them all day. But when I meet people like you, people like uh Hex, people like Crispies, people people like Blake, people that I don't even I can't even do half the shit or even begin to comprehend what y'all do. I still like have so much motivation and inspiration from that. So I'm on the prayer
1: list all day. Big likewise, and I love every person you just named. Wow. I'm so <laughs> glad. Like like when you said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, those people bring <laughs> me so much joy when I see them. Yeah, bro. Um Yo, to to add on to that, um, I got prayers um, for for all my brothers. Uh, I got I got a couple of them. Uh, all my brothers, blood and uh, covenant. But for those who, who have uh, recently lost somebody uh, that was really close to you, um, my my heart goes out to you guys, and you guys mm-hmm. always know I'm gonna be there for you. Um, and for anyone else who's going through that, and then prayers out to. Uh, the uh, the mothers that I have in my life, my mother and those around me. Just because y'all go through so much and you guys create such a beautiful world for your children. Thanks. And it inspires me to, uh, you know, do my part as in my role uh, to create this world and make sure we got it for the next generation. So much love for y'all.
0: Big facts. There it is, y'all. This is episode 33, No One Cares Podcast with the homie DJ Stage Name, bro. Thank Love. you very much. Hey, Can we bro. reach the handshake? Yep. Ah, y'all That's didn't hear that, but there was a smack to it, a little though. Uh, you you want to go Let's try again. One? Let's try again. There it is. There it is. His hands are a little ashy, so you, but you really get that
1: smack. Wow. With- <laughs> wow. That was the whole reason I signed up for this podcast, see so this no thing. one had to see it, bro. <laughs> But this is the thing. When you eat,
0: see, there's an appreciation to the person when they ask you hands. So when you actually do that for but there's always a pop. Always a pop. You not ever you can't you can't smack, you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't handshake somebody with you know moisturized hands and get the smack, it won't really be there. It's kind of be doled out. So once like a like a dry hand and a moisturized hand come
1: together, it's like it's bam, fire, bro. Exactly. It's fire. Oh yeah, bro. Oh, you got that shea butter hand. Oh no, nah, I don't want that <laughs> from
0: you, bro. But that. once again, bro, I appreciate it. This is the first, definitely not the last. And uh once again, I thank you for pulling out, bro. Yeah,
1: bro. Thank you so much for having me. I, oh, I real I really quick before we leave. It. Um oh, what
0: we got. Handles, Instagram, Twitter, oh, upcoming events, let so people know before we got word.
1: here. Word! Shoot, I don't even want to like... I mean, y'all know me. I'm double underscore stage name, double underscore. You know, it just looks like a, a word in a line. And then that's on Instagram. And then I'm still working on getting the same thing for Twitter, but there's an account that I already got it. But I'm double <laughs> underscore stage name, single underscore. So, <laughs> you know, we going to get there. Um. Also, HeartBoyCo, uh, uh, Heart Boy Co., uh Check us out. You know what we do. Uh, if you ever been to an event, you know it's real. Facts um, and their,
0: their designs are fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, bro. We we have a great team. Like the the people we have on our design list is great. Um, and then yeah, like I said, I got upcoming events. Next Friday, tomorrow when you hear this mm-hmm. at uh, seven one five. Also catch me at Fort Green with uh Carl Correll. Shout out the Saturday after that. And then the Friday after that, uh April twenty sixth, catch me at the high dive. Um, I'll just be, you know, mixing tracks, jumping around, getting real sweaty. Y'all love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All see right, y'all, y'all.
0: Yes, yes. So for till then, y'all stay cool, stay safe, and uh, keep your heads up. And uh thanks for tuning in, y'all. We love, out. Love, love.